0: to do you bunch of bozos you bunch of chumps no i'm just kidding guys what's going on welcome to episode 44 44 episodes man can you believe it i think now i think now is the uh the two-year anniversary of me um doing this show or around the two-year anniversary of me officially doing this show um it's only been a little over a month it's been a month and some change since uh, episode 43 came out so, see, I told you guys, I'm gonna do it more frequently. So far, so far, I mean, hey, one month instead of like three or four months, ain't that bad, right? Um, yeah, no, how's everyone been? I miss you guys, miss y'all, miss talking to y'all. Again, um, similar, similar style as the last couple episodes. No real format. Don't have anything written down. So again, I'm just gonna be a free uh this episode. Um, Let's see, what's today? Today's the 19th, February 19th. We just got past Valentine's Day. Um, How was everybody's Valentine's Day? I hope you guys all had a good one. Leslie and I had an amazing Valentine's Day. Um, We've had a home-cooked meal. We had some home-cooked New York strips. Fucking amazing. Um, We really went all out, uh, made them. We had New York strips. We had some uh, mini baked potato type things. And then we had uh, some Caesar salad uh, to go with it. Uh really awesome, uh, as far as Valentine's Day gift goes, I got her a few new charms for her for her James Avery bracelet, uh, which she absolutely loves. Um, I got her the spicy ketchup. I got her this little like horseshoe, this little floral horseshoe charm, and then I got her a little kitty cat, little baby kitten charm, uh, of course for Beerus. So uh, she really was over the moon with those really easy to Valentine's Day shop this year, man, she fucking, um, the James Avery Valentine's Day catalog, she just circled a bunch of shit that she wanted, so I just went in there, and boom, 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 you know, and just picked out a few charms that I could get her, thank God for Klarna, you know, oh my God, James Avery charms are so fucking expensive, oh my God, like, now I feel bad, you know, because it's just like, You know, like as a teenager, right? You know, when you're not, when you don't have a job, when you got your little boyfriend, your little girlfriend or whatever, right? You know, well, for the men, this is for the, this is for the dudes here, you know? So when you don't have any money or, you know, if you came from a household like I did, you know, where we didn't have allowances, you know, we had to clean for free. We were free labor to our parents. You know, so, like, if I wanted to get my girlfriends or something, anything, you know, I had to ask my mom and dad, you know, and I would be like, oh, mom, dad, I want to get her this. What? No, you're crazy. What? No. You know, I wanted to be like, oh, I want to get her jewelry. (laughs) We could go go to Claire's and get her jewelry. What? No, I don't want to get her Claire's jewelry. But now I know why, man. That shit's fucking expensive, dude. You know, like every other fucking Latina or every other San Antonio chick, you know, 99% of them have a James Avery bracelet you know, so they always get charms, that's usually the go-to for gifts, is just getting them a charm, Um, you know, which I have no problem with, but I'm just like, damn, that shit adds up, so thank God for Klarna, you know, Klarna really comes in, comes in clutch on those things, you know, fucking get a couple hundred bucks and only have to pay like 25 bucks up front, hell yeah, I like those things, you know, I'm a big advocate for afterpay Klarna, Sezzle just for Target, um, you know. So that's really cool. Hey, if any of these show if any of these things want to sponsor the show, man, I'm open for it. I'm open for it. But no, yeah, I got I got Leslie some some James Avery Charms. I've been into pit vipers. I don't know if I talked about it on the last podcast, you know, but I got some pit vipers. I've always liked the way they look. They're, you know, like they're they're douchebag sunglasses, and I love it. I absolutely love the look. I love the design on it. You know, they come in so many colors, they come in douchey colors. I really like that style of sunglasses so I caved and I finally bought myself a pair. I bought myself the Pit Viper Intimidator 2000s. Um they're like a rate like NASCAR themed glasses. They got like checker flag, the red and black like the Intimidator Dale Earnhardt, rest in peace. You know, so I got those, I got those Intimidator glasses and I was like, "You know what? I really like them." And for the longest time, Leslie was really against Pit Vipers. She was like, they look so stupid, they look white trash. Like, she didn't want me to have them. So I was like, you know what? I just ordered some. That's what I gotta do with Leslie. You know, if uh if I really want something and Leslie is anti-XYZ or anti-whatever I want to get, I just have to do it. I have to do it, and then she just has to live with it. So I bought the Intimidators because we were originally going to go to the NASCAR race in Austin. We were gonna go to the Circuit of the Americas or Coda for short. Uh, We were going to go to the CODA race, but then she reminded me that that's going to be, uh, that's a wedding that we're going to. Uh, We're going to a wedding at the end of March on that date. And I'm like, damn, damn it. I wanted to go. We talked about it all year, you know, because we went last year. She didn't have the best time. You know, she was still recovering from her surgery. So, you know, we, you know, it was a lot of walking. It was really hot. You know, it wasn't the best time for her. So we said, okay, you know what, we'll go next year. We'll do it next year so that way we can plan for it. And because that was the same thing too. Last time when we went, it was the day of like literally like three hours before the race started. It was, let's go. And I was like, you know what, I got the money for it. Like, let's fucking go. So, so we went, but, um, but yeah, so we were going to go this year. That's why I bought them, you know, to have like, you know, some checkered flags, some race car themed pit vipers. But alas, I just got them for nothing. But no, they're really cool. Um, so for Valentine's Day, Le- Leslie got me another pair of pit vipers, and she got me a pit viper shirt, um, which is really cool. I'm really, I'm really getting into that. You know, um, I like, I like that style because I have a pair of, of Oakley sutros. I have a pair of the sutros, the Patrick Mahomes glasses. Um, I have a, I have a pair of those. And I really like them. I like the way they fit. You know, they they just they cover up, you know, your entire eye and your eyebrows and everything. I just like that design. I like that style. So I think I finally found my sunglass brand. You know, people will have Oakley, people will have ray bans you know, people will have fucking, you know, designer designer glasses and shit, you know. you know, everyone has like their own brand. You know, Leslie has that I think it's called Quay. She says it's called Key, the Q-U-A-Y. However the fuck it's pronounced, she has those brands, you know, like she that's what she rocks. So I think I finally found my niche. I found my my sunglasses brand. And especially now, you know, it's February. It's starting to heat up. Today's fucking hot. Today, today got up to 73 degrees today, man. It's fucking nuts. So, you know, I finally found my I, I rock my new pair of pit vipers. You know, I'm pretty pumped. So so I got that. Really good Valentine's Day. I hope the same for you guys. You know, a lot of you that I have on social media, I saw some of the gifts you guys got, some of the things that, you know, you guys were rocking. So, you know, I saw saw a bunch of that stuff. I'm really glad, man. Um, you know, I, I'm really I'm really happy that I was actually able to give her a good Valentine's Day. Um, you know, we, we had an okay one last year. You know, it was, uh, I was getting back on my feet. I, you know, just, I was still in training at Nationwide, you know, so it was still kind of a, uh, you know, still kind of up in the air as far as like money wise and everything but but no i'm so I'm so happy, I'm so very happy we got to do a really good Valentine's Day, so hope the same for you guys. I hope you guys uh got a lot of cool stuff. you know, let me know what you guys got. I know I saw a couple of y'alls, but you know for those that maybe don't have on social media and stuff, I know you guys can interact with the podcast on Spotify or on Anchor wherever you guys listen, you know, so let me know what some of the things that you got you know. And I think there, speaking of, of feedback uh with the podcaster speaking about um speaking about I don't know what the fuck beers just destroyed over there speaking about interaction with the podcast I think on Spotify there's a way that you guys can ask questions uh take a look into that if you guys do listen on Spotify I think there's a way that you guys can ask questions um which I want you know you guys I really want to I really want this show to be interactive you know and I've said that several times You know, give me some ideas. Let me know what are some cool things you want me to talk about. You know, let me, let me know what are some of the cool things that you guys want to discuss. You know, you know, I guys, I'm an open book. I'm not afraid to talk about anything. I'll talk about anything, man. I'll talk about, I don't think there's anything under the sun that I won't talk about. Beerus, what are you doing? I don't know what he's wrecking over there. But anyway, but, um, yeah, so that was Valentine's Day. Um. You know that was really cool. Let's see what else is going on. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, you know, is the Super Bowl champion. He finally got his second ring. He was, uh, he was the MVP of the league. Kind of disappointed. It was kind of a boring Super Bowl. If I'm not gonna, add, if I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mince words here. I was just really bummed. You know, all year I was advocating Eagles and Bengals. Eagles and Bengals. I was fifty percent right. And then even going into the Super Bowl, I thought the Eagles were really going to take it away, Um, you know, but, but alas, the Chiefs won, you know, they're the Super Bowl champs, so congrats to them, I guess. I was really pulling for Cincinnati, man, you know, and they made it to the AFC championship, you know, they were one game away, I was one game away from being right, one game away from calling, you know, from being, being correct there. So I was just really bummed, and again, you know, I watched the watched the playoff games with my dad. I watched, you know, the tail end of the season with my dad again, just like I did last year. And oh man, just the pain! Like oh god, I felt when the game ended on that field goal, you know, against you know Casey and, and Cincinnati. Just like my, I could tell my dad's whole heart just shattered right then and there. He just went straight to the bedroom, didn't even tell me bye. I was just like. Damn it, I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. And it came super close. We almost didn't watch the Super Bowl. It was kind of a literally like a game time decision. Like literally like the night before the Super Bowl, my dad was all like, hey, I'll I'll throw a couple burgers on the grill. Like, you know, we could watch the game. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was just gonna stay home and watch it because I could tell my dad would be bummed out the whole time. But But I mean, the overall, I mean the football game was exciting, right? Like it came down to the wire. But this is the first Super Bowl in a long time where I just, I didn't care who won. Like, I was going for the Eagles, but, like, as, like, when the Eagles would score and stuff, I was just kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, I just wasn't invested, you know? And usually every Super Bowl, like, last year's Super Bowl, obviously I was invested, you know, going for the Bengals for my dad, you know, the year before that. Who was in it the year before? Uh the Chiefs and the Patriots, or no, no, the year before that was a Tampa Bay, you know, and I was just kind of like, eh, okay, whatever, you know, like, it was, like, it was an okay game, the year before that, I think, was the Chiefs and the Patriots, that game was fucking boring, or the Rams and the Patriots, whoever it was, I don't know, it was just, the, the games haven't been that exciting for me, I think if Cincinnati would have been in the Super Bowl, it would have been a way more exciting game, um, you know, I think it, I think it definitely would have been an exciting game, but, I mean, the big talk of the town, the big talk of the Super Bowl was the halftime show. You know, Rihanna ended up announcing, you know, that she was pregnant, right? You know, she was rocking the baby bump, you know, the whole show. A lot of drinking was involved on Super Bowl, su- on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, I was fairly lit by the time it uh, came down, by the time it came down to halftime. So, you know, I was singing along to the songs, but I was just like, man, like, Rihanna doesn't have like a lot of her own solo stuff. Like a lot of the songs that she sang was songs that like she was featured on or she sang the hook for. But there was only like a, a smidgen of songs like her own solo material that she did in the Super Bowl. And I'm kind of like, eh, she she did no other, you know, no flashy guest appearances, you know, nothing crazy, no acrobatics or anything. It was just a simple show, just her performing you know, her singing, which is cool, you know, I think there is that stigma every year that, you know, a Super Bowl performer has to have some sort of guest appearance or has to have somebody come out with them to be a good, to be a good, you know, halftime performance, you know, when that really wasn't the case, you know, that kind of, I think that was like a 2010s thing, you know, every year somebody had to come out or somebody, you know, was a was a guest, so I give her props for that, she did it by herself, you know, she's she's not a bad singer, she's okay, you know, subjectively, she's okay to me, you know, I don't think Rihanna is this fucking goddess, you know, that everybody praises her to be, like, she's not bad, but she's not the best either, so it was just kind of a meh, halftime show, you know, and a lot of the songs that she sang, or a lot of her big hits, came from when I was in high school. So it was really nostalgic in that sense where it was kind of like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I remember this jam or, oh yeah, you know, this song came out, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, so it was really, it was more of a nostalgia thing than anything else, which now it's kind of crazy because now I'm at that age where, you know, a lot of the halftime performers they're getting are people that were big, back in high school and back in middle school, so it's kind of like, oh shit, so it's like this big nostalgia thing, right, and it's just kind of like, you know, when my parents watch somebody, like, you know, The Who or something, or Tom Petty, you know, and they're singing their songs, they're like, oh yeah, this is a banger, you know, this is such a good song from when I was in high school, and I'm like, man, that's me, I'm in that age, no, you know what I mean, like, it's just crazy, I'm in that, I'm in that stage now, but, you know, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl happened. I know Jay Frenzy's super happy. Um, you know I know he's a big Chiefs fan. Always been a big Chiefs fan for a long time. It, it it's kind of crazy, you know. Like um, there was a lot of a lot of bandwagoning this year specifically. There was a lot of bandwagon. I mean, there's always bandwagoning every year, right? You know, when it comes to the Super Bowl, everyone always picking sides and this this and that, which is which is normal. It's you know it's expected. But it seemed like this year, there was a lot more Chiefs fans coming out of the woodworks, you know, out of the blue randomly. And I know for a fact, and I'm not going to say their name, but when we were in high school, there was this one dude, I had several classes with them, I would say I was pretty good friends with them, you know, we talked a lot, you know, we hung out and stuff. He was always fly, Eagles, fly, like 24-7. And we would always joke around that he liked the cooler bird. He liked the eagle. I liked the Falcons, right? We always had that discussion. We That was the one thing we always shit talked about each other is, you know, the eagles and Falcons. But now, all over the blue, after the fact, he posed, Chiefs did it, Mahomes the goat, all this stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's back up. Let's back up here. That, to me, that just, like, that kind of thing drives me bonkers. And I talk a lot of shit. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I hate the Falcons. I hate that I'm a Falcons fan. And that's going to be my team for life. And whether they suck, whether they're good, you know, and I'm stuck with it. I'm stuck with it forever. 28-3, and I'm going to be hearing that until I'm in my casket. And I'm pretty sure if any friends or family come to visit me while I'm in the dirt, they're going to come up and be like, uh-huh, 28-3. I already know it. Like, I expect that. I know that's going to happen for the rest of my life, but I'm not going to switch teams. I'll threaten to like a new fan, like, you know, to be part of a new fan base. I'll threaten to leave the Falcons, you know, the organization as a fan, but I'm not going to, I'm stuck with them. I have to be with them, you know, just like how Cowboys fans are cursed to be Cowboys fans for their entire life. You got to, you got to suck it up. You got to stay with it, man. You got to stay with it. I do feel bad for Cowboy fans, though, because there was a lot of like, well, do you go for the Eagles or do you go for the Chiefs? For some reason, a lot of Cowboy fans hate the Chiefs. I don't know what beef the Chiefs have with the Cowboys, but that's just something I noticed. Like a lot of Cowboys fans were like, oh, I don't know who to go for. It's like the lesser of two evils because Philadelphia is a huge, you know, is a huge rival of, of the Cowboys, you know, anybody that lives in you know, Texas knows that, you know, the Eagles, the Eagles and the Giants, you know, and you know, those are the two biggest rivals the Cowboys have, same thing with the 49ers, the 49ers are a pretty big rival too, but man, but Dak Prescott, he won the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, when he was presented that at the Super Bowl, man, fucking everybody, boo, and you could could read his lips, and he was like, fuck Philly, as he grabbed the trophy, And I was like, damn, I give him props for that. But, dog, fucking Dak Prescott needs to get out of there, man. 40 mil, 40 mil for nothing. For one Super Bowl win and for, excuse me, for one playoff win? Nah, dog. Dallas, I'm sorry. You guys can love Dak Prescott as much as you want. Okay, cool. But you guys need to figure out that fucking quarterback situation. You know, I'm telling you, until Jerry Jones either retires or fucking dies, the Cowboys are not going to see success. You, man, you guys got to do something. Guys got to have a board, you know, a fucking town hall meeting, you know, a board meeting about something because they need to kick it into gear. You know, I think, you know, as much as I hate the Cowboys, I will, I am a Cowboy hater, through and through. I hate the Cowboys. I hate their fucking fan base. I hate the whole organization. Anybody that goes to the Cowboys automatically sucks in my eyes, which that breaks my heart because there's a few Cowboys that are Buckeyes. You got Ezekiel Elliott, of course, the biggest one. You got Malik Hooker now, and then you got Noah Brown. Like, you got you got ca- Buckeyes, and I love Buckeyes. No matter what team they go to, I'm always going to root for a Buckeye. But I'm like, damn it, fucking Cowboys. They need to figure something out. Dak Prescott is not that dude. He is not clutch. You cannot trust him in big game moments. But he wants to be paid like a top tier fucking quarterback? Nah, man. Nah, get that shit out of here, bro. No way in hell should he get be being paid the amount that he is. He has to earn that fucking paycheck, man. You know? He has to earn that paycheck. Joe Burrow is a... Way better quarterback. Brock Purdy is a way better quarterback, you know, and he has more playoff he has more playoff wins than Dak Prescott does. That's embarrassing, embarrassing. Even in Prescott's rookie season, he didn't put up numbers like that, man. Embarrassing, bro. Yeah, Dak needs to go. Dak needs to go somewhere else. I think. That organization or that that play calling system—I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't know what you could put the blame on. I put the blame solely on Dak. You know, I just—I don't think he's a top tier quarterback. He should be—he should be a bench warmer at this point. You know, that's to me that's nuts. You know, it's it, same thing. You know, Matt Ryan—I love him with my whole heart. He took us to a Super Bowl. He fucking—he's an NFL MVP, but he needs to hang it up too, man. Matt Ryan, you know, if he was still my quarterback, I would be livid right now. With the performance that he gave over there in Indianapolis, I would be livid if he was still my quarterback. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Moving on from football. Because now football's over, man. Oh, it's over. Not technically. You got the XFL. The XFL just debuted yesterday. The 18th. And then today in San Antonio, the San Antonio Brahmas, the XFL team, just debuted today. I don't know if they won. I know the game just started at 2 a couple hours ago. So um, I don't know if the game is over yet or whatnot. But I don't know, man. The Yesterday, I watched the first half of the Dallas Renegades versus the Vegas Vipers. I watched the first half, and it was just so boring. It's not exciting. The rules that they have in there, I just don't care about. I'm just like, eh. And – That's the thing. I think whenever you try to get spring football, I just don't, I don't, I don't think spring football works. You have, you have the, especially look at the, look at, or excuse me, not the Dallas renegades, the Arlington renegades. I mean, look at that. You got, you got that in Arlington where the Cowboys play. Technically it's not, they don't play in Dallas. They play in Arlington if we're being realistic, but you got all the the diehard Cowboy fans, man. You're not, you're not going to be able to get them in. There's going to be fans that show up, you know. The, of course, who doesn't want to go to a live sporting event, right? Like, who doesn't want to go see something, you know, in person? But as far as getting a dedicated fan base, I don't think it's there. The, the XFL has already failed twice, you know. It's just, it's not a, it, it's just whatever. And then you got this league, which I am shocked that the USFL is fucking going into its second season Because every clip I saw, everything that I saw about the USFL last year during their regular season, there's nobody in the stands. Their ratings were fucking horrible. So I don't know what's keeping them afloat. I have no idea what kept the USFL going. But like, what was that? You know, I forgot the name of the actual league that came. But we we had a football team. We had the San Antonio Commanders. You know, we had a spring football league. And it fucking fizzled out before the season ended. And San Antonio showed out. San Antonio is always going to show out for anything. Missions games. Fucking, you know, random football games. The soccer games that come to San Antonio. They're not showing out for Spurs games. But that's a whole other thing. But, you know, it's just like... San Antonio is always going to go all out for any type of sport that comes to town. Or anything new that the town's trying to get going. But... I don't know, spring football just ain't for me, and I was really excited, especially since San Antonio got a team, especially since we got the Brahmas in, but I don't know, after yesterday, I'm just like, yeah, this just ain't it, it just, I don't, I don't, I really don't know, I wish I had an explanation as far as like what I don't like about it, but man, it was just, it was so boring, ah, what do you guys think, are you guys excited for spring football, do you like spring football? Is it something that you're into? Yes or no. Or did you watch the XFL? Did you go to the San Antonio game? (sighs) Oh, so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. So sorry. Oh, it's getting really stuffy here. Fucking the cat hair everywhere. I can vacuum. I can sweep. I can clean the vents. I can change the filter. But there's always cat hair in the air, man. Perks of being a cat owner, am I right? Anyway, (sighs) I'm just going to stick with hockey. Springtime sport, spring going into summer. I want to, I want to stick with hockey, man. I'm so obsessed with it. I have so much fun with it, man. It's, it's so cool. It's so violent. and so action packed. You know, those games turn into nail biters, man. Those, those games, freaking. I went to my first ever hockey game, uh, first ever NHL game, excuse me. Um, went with uh, went with my buddy Tyler a few weeks ago. We went to go see the Dallas Stars versus the Carolina Hurricanes really awesome man we were fucking close we were super close to the ice i got on the jumbotron a few times um you know it was really really cool i had so much fun i always love i love doing road trips i love i love doing trips i love driving so i was just like you know he was like hey if you drive you could come with and i'm like bet say less you know so i fucking i drove you know to and from we spent the night there you know we just drove up the day of the game Drove up, checked in the hotel, went to the game, went back to the hotel, slept, woke up, boom, and we just hit the road and got back to San Antonio, you know what I mean? Like, really cool, really fun trip. Um, You know, my homie Tyler, he's a really cool guy. Don't get to hang out with him as much because of his schedule, but, you know, that was really cool. And um, and I think he was really happy that he finally knew someone else that watched hockey because I didn't know this, you know. So, you know, last year, you know, during the playoffs, you know, of course the playoff games are televised, you know they have those games you know broadcast on ESPN and on you know on a uh, TBS and things and TNT so that's really cool but i didn't know with ESPN plus it shows you every single hockey game it gives you every single game live and it gives you the team every game that you watch you can get both teams broadcast so if you want to see the broadcast for the Mighty Ducks you can see the broadcast for them you know so which i think is really dope so I've been getting really, really into hockey during the week. It gives me something to watch while Leslie's at work, you know, so I'm getting really into it. My dad's pretty into hockey. We'll keep, you know, we'll text each other like, oh, which game are you watching? Oh, I'm watching this one. Okay, I'm going to watch this one. And like, you know, and we, we text each other updates and stuff. So it's been really cool. You know, it's just another cool thing, you know, to watch and get into, which I'm super into it. I think here lately, after going to the game, and and, you know, and watching it on TV and stuff, I really feel myself getting close to uh, close to the Dallas Stars as a fan, which my whole thing was I turned into a Colorado Avalanche fan, you know, because they won the Stanley Cup. I did. I was a bandwagon, 100 percent a bandwagon. And I still do like them. You know, I find myself cheering for them this year, but they're not doing too hot this year. I don't think I think they're right on the cusp of missing the playoffs so far with the way the ranking is and everything. But Dallas is one of the top teams in the West. So they're kicking ass, and I'm really liking that. Anaheim is towards the bottom. They're one of the worst teams in the West. But also, I'm also going for Vegas. I'm also going for Seattle. You know, I'm going for them. I'm also going for the New York Rangers in the East. See, so, you know, so there's a lot of different teams that I really like, that I was really impressed with their performance, you know, over the, you know, towards the end of last year and the way that this year is progressing – I'm really impressed with a lot of these teams, so and I think going into the playoffs there's going to be a lot of you know a lot of really cool matchups that' um, I'm really excited to see and hope everything pans out. so uh, we'll see, but yeah, Dallas, I really find myself rooting for them. you know on my Xbox I'm playing NHL 21 because uh or excuse me NHL twenty two because it's free um, with the uh, with the Xbox game pass, and I'm doing the season mode. And I'm playing as the Dallas Stars. And now, you know, I find myself just like how I was when I was a little kid on how I became an Atlanta Falcons fan. You know, I'm playing with the team. I'm winning these games. I'm memorizing the players' names and the numbers and stuff. And I'm like, okay, okay, cool. So now when I'm watching them, you know, on real life, watching them, you know, watching them in person or watching them on TV, I'm like, yeah, you know, go Sagan, you know, go Jason Robertson. You know, I'm getting really into it. So, I'm excited for that. That's kind of where sports wise I'm going to be prioritizing. And then also, too, NASCAR just started today. Today's the Daytona 500. I'm not watching it, coincidentally. Um, you know, I'm uh, recording a podcast, but I was like, hey, you know what? Three day weekend, Sunday. Let me go ahead and uh, crank out a quick little episode. We'll see. We'll kind of see where we go from here. So,. Um, yeah, the Daytona 500 started, which again, you know, I got back into NASCAR recently in the past couple seasons, you know, I've been watching it more and more and more. So that's another thing to do on Sundays now, you know, when, when Leslie goes into work at her second job, you know, I'm home alone, not doing anything, boom, NASCAR, you know, getting into it. Right. So really cool stuff there. We're going to go ahead and take our first little mini break of the episode. My mouth is getting really dry. It's starting to get a little hoarse. So uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Alrighty, alrighty, we're back. Me, 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 me. Alrighty, there we go, I got my little drink, my Yeti cup, I forget what it's called, like a low ball or a highball, a highball cup, lowball cup, I don't know, it's one of those little mini cups, you're supposed to put like mixed drinks in, pause for the cause, Uh, not sipping on anything, just some water, just staying hydrated, Um, let's see, where were we, I mean we're not really talking about anything in particular, right, we're just kind of shooting from the hip, but um... Uh, we, we talked about high school right nostalgia we talked about we talked about that for a little bit briefly um, speaking of which speaking of high school because I'm gonna segue the show however the fuck I want to segue it um 10 year anniversary coming up 10 year anniversary ten years class of 2013 ten years ago man graduated from high school what a ten what a what a ten fucking years right and nine of those ten years are coming up this summer will be nine years. Nine of the ten years I've been with Leslie. Can you believe that? Wow. Round of applause there. Round of applause. You know, I found love. I found happiness. I found peace. Sort of. (laughs) You know, uh, that's really crazy. It's really crazy to think about. You know, my whole, pretty much my whole adult life, you know, being free, being on my own. I've been with Leslie, which is awesome, you know, and really getting to grow up in things. But, But holy moly, out of the blue got invited to be part of some group on Facebook for the Stevens class of 2013 class reunion. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know. I honestly didn't think, um, you know, uh, we were going to do one, that we were going to do a a class reunion, which is pretty bonkers because my class kind of sucked. <laughs> you know, the the people that were in my class, they had like no school spirit. It was like the same like, 10 to 20 kids that always did stuff for the school, but everybody else was just kinda like, eh, whatever, you know, it was kinda like no big deal. They didn't really care, show no school pride, you know, which I was one of those kids. I I really didn't give a fuck, you know, like fucking after graduation, you know, I didn't I didn't hang around to to take pictures with anybody or see anybody, man. Me and my brother because my brother stayed back because after I walked the stage my family dipped like my family was like okay cool whatever i'm out of here you know what i mean like they're just like we saw we saw trey walk the stage we don't need to be here any longer my brother stayed because me and him uh, so me and him we rolled over to my grandma lopez's house and we had a little mini you know million a uh, little mini uh graduation thingy but you know i i think maybe i took like two three pictures with just a couple friends that i saw while passing out of the Alamo Dome. But yeah, man, I freaking, I bolted out of there, dude. Like I was like, "Fuck this, I'm out. Fuck all y'all. Don't give a shit about any of y'all anymore. I'm on my own. You know, I'm a free man now." But uh, but yeah, no, I don't remember the exact number. I don't remember how many kids graduated in the class. I know it was over 300, three to 400 or something like that. And um, and like, there's like 200 something people that are in this that are in this uh thing. And a lot of people, you know, said that they rsvp to it. You know, like a little over a hundred people. And I'm like, damn. I guess people do care. I guess I'm the asshole, man. I guess I'm the, the fucking, you know, the lame one that doesn't want to participate. I'm probably going to go. Um, you know what I mean? Because there, there, I did have a lot of friends. You know, when I was in high school, you know, a lot of friends from my senior class. You know, that I went to Pease Middle School with, that I met at Vale eighth grade. You know, and then also the friends I made throughout high school and stuff, you know, that, um, I think it would be really cool to reconnect, just kind of say hi, you know, hello. And this is my wife. This is my hot ass wife. You know what I mean? Like just to be that kind of guy, you know, but, but I don't know, man, like also too, there was a lot of people that I didn't like. And I know a lot of people did not like me. I know I was not favored, you know, a lot when I was in high school, I was a huge asshole to a lot of people. You know, I was, I was always very negative negative. You know, I was always a, I was a big prick to a lot of people and a lot of people did not like that, you know, so, but for as much people that didn't like me, I had a lot of friends that did like me and, you know, loved my, the way that I acted and shit like that. But granted at the same time, you know, we're, we're all adults now it's 10 years later, you know, we're all 28, 29, you know, we're all in that ballpark now, right? You know, or 27 to 29, that age range. You know, so, you know, we're almost in our fucking thirties, you know, I guarantee you a lot of people probably forget about that shit. I don't, because there's a lot of people there that are going to this thing that I don't like. I never liked them. They were assholes to me or they were rude to me. They were mean to me, you know, so I'm kind of like, I don't want to associate with these people, you know, but pause for the cause again. Um, But, you know, um, I think I'm going to go, you know, I think Leslie and I are going to go. I think it's going to be at some park. Um, if, if I read that correctly, if I understood where it was going to be, which is kind of interesting, but, uh, I always pictured, I always pictured a class reunion, like in some kind of like ballroom or some like a, you know, event center type thing, right? Like where, you know, uh, companies will have a big board meeting or something like I always picture the class reunion being something like that, you know? So, but I guess at a park, And this is going to sound so fucked up, or maybe it's going to be fucked up. Maybe I'm deep. I just think it's hilarious. Boy, oh boy. Are there a lot of single moms in the class of of 2013 from Stevens High School? Holy shit. There's a lot of single moms. Hey, but you know what? Nothing wrong with it. I'm going to be first to say nothing wrong with being a single mom at all. Life moves in mysterious ways, right? Life moves in crazy ways. But I just, the number of single moms that I saw is just astronomical. I did not expect that many people to have single moms. Especially people that I just, like, you know, just never figured, like, oh, I don't, didn't think a kid would be something that they'd be interested in doing one of these days. They have kids, and I'm like, damn! You know, man, I'm like, holy moly. I think I'm one of the only few people um in the class that doesn't have a kid like you're probably like a good like a small chunk of like 20 to 30 kids that maybe don't have kids you know like that are not parents yet you know i'm, I'm married you know i didn't see a lot of married people in there <laughs> i did not see a lot of married people in there but i don't know you know like i said everybody goes down different paths a lot of people have different things and you can say that about any school you know as i say that out loud You can say that about any class, you know. Oh, the class of 2012 has a lot of single moms. Or Stevens High School, notorious for single moms. John Jay, Marshall, O'Connor, whatever, right? You can say that about any school, you know. Nobody's school is different from anything else, you know. I think all public school is exactly the same. You always have the same group of people no matter where you go to, you know. And we were talking about that a little bit this morning. Uh, We went over to uh, my parents' house to go have breakfast and drop some stuff off. And, you know, we were – we were eating breakfast and we were talking about the class reunion and, you know, and uh, Celine brought up, you know, Selim brought up, uh, you know, the people from her class. Oh, there's people that are high on pills and did drugs. And, you know, my parents were like, oh, there's people in my school that did that. You know, pe- you know, that stuff isn't new. You know, that stuff's been around since forever. And she kind of was like, what? Like she she was flabbergasted that like people in the 70s and 80s did drugs at school, you know, and, or drawing dicks on the drawing dicks on the board or in the textbooks or anything like that. It's like, no, man, people, people have been doing that shit for years, you know, it's nothing new, it's all the same It's public school, you know what I mean? I think public school is just a lawless wasteland of degenerates and bozos and horny teenagers and everything, right? So, all the same, you know, no big deal there, so pretty funny stuff, but, yeah, you know, so I just, I just think it's funny, you know, because Stevens, Stevens was one of those where, at the time I thought I was going to be going to a nicer a quote unquote a nicer high school you know because when 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 we moved in middle school so after 7th grade when we moved what the hell what's going on outside can you guys hear that I don't know what that alarm was but it was something anyway so like I figured Stevens High School was like a nicer high school right you know cuz if if we would have stayed in the area that we lived at I would have gone to I would have gone to Warren, um, which I heard some horror stories about Warren. But if we never moved at all, I would have been a John Jay kid. I would have been a I would have been a John J kid for sure. But fucking um, you know, it was Stevens. I was like, oh okay. But going to Stevens, it was all the people that went to Peas. It was all the people that went to Vale. And what other middle school? There was one other middle school that that had Stevens. I want to say Luna. Yeah, it had a bunch of Luna kids there too. So which especially the kids from peas those are some ghetto ass mofos right there you know that's uh that's that was my hood that was my middle school for first for sixth and seventh grade so it was i mean it was a lot of hood rats you know it was a lot of cholos a lot of gangster guys there you know there was a there was a lot of that stuff going around there was a lot of hood rat latinas there my weakness bro my fucking weakness You know, but it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of that kind of stuff. And then Brennan opened up. So a lot of the people that were further down fucking, you know, further down Petrenko in 1604, a lot of those kids went there, you know, so I think there were some Jordan kids. There were some kids from Jordan that went to Stevens too. Um, I think if you lived right on the cusp of it, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, but Stevens was definitely a melting pot of a lot of different things and, and thinking about that, you know, doing, you know, getting the invite to the, to the class of 2013 stuff and the class reunion and thinking about everything. I'm like, you know, I, it really, it kind of made me feel nostalgic, you know, cause out of curiosity, right. You know, I think anybody would do the same thing, especially with today and social media, you know, you, you click to see the group members and you start clicking on people. Oh, I remember this person. I remember this dude. I remember this chick, you know, and You know, you start clicking on everything, and you start seeing people's profiles, and you're like, damn, I remember so-and-so, and And thinking about classes, and, you know, and things like that, you know, kind of taking a look, like, oh, oh, this dude went to the military, all figures, you know, he always talked about it, or, you know, just kind of seeing all the different paths everybody took. Really cool. So, and also, it made me, like, it made me wonder, too, like, it made me think, like, I wonder what people think about me, you know, like, they see, like, oh, shit, you know, David joined the group, oh, okay, I remember this guy. Clicking on my profile because my profile is set up to where you can't see anything. You know, you can only see what I changed my header and my profile picture to. You know, if you were to look up my profile like as a stranger on the internet, you can't even add me as a friend. You can't add me as a friend unless we have a mutual friend together. You know, so so it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Like I, I'm like, ah, oh, damn. So I wonder if people like tried to click on my profile to see stuff like, oh, well, let me check David out. You know, let me take a look at his stuff. You know, my profile picture, nice little profile pic of, you know, Leslie and I, you know, and I did. I'm not going to lie. I, I had recently changed my profile picture to just a, a, a selfie of me. But because I joined that class, I'm like, ah, you know what? Let me let me change it. So I put a picture of Leslie and I, a really nice photo that we took at a wedding we went to. And, uh, you know, I'm all dressed up. Leslie's dressed up. Really nice photo of both of us. I just got my hair cut that day. So, you know, I was looking extra fly, you know, in that picture. So I did that just to kind of stunt on them a little bit to be like, oh, look, you know, David, David's married, you know. Oh, that ain't Andrea. You know what I mean? Like what the, you know, so really cool stuff there. And that's something that scares me, too. That's something that's something that, uh that I don't want to have a situation about. Cause, I mean, we're all mature, right? You know, I know Leslie had ex-boyfriends and stuff. You know, if we go to one of, if if her class is a class reunion, if they do something at Southwest, you know, I know I'm probably going to run into an ex or run into somebody she had a crush on. You know, it, it's human nature. It's bound to, right? You know, we didn't meet until college. So obviously those types of situations are expected to arise. But I'm scared because... I dated, you know, and I've told the story, I've dated my high school girlfriend all four years of high school, you know, like we took a mini break the summer going into sophomore year, but then we just ended up getting right back together, so all four years of high school, I had one girlfriend, and everyone always made the same comments, all high school sweethearts, you guys are going to be together forever, you know, you guys are going to get married, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff, right, But, you know, surface level, you know, that's just surface level stuff. You don't know what's beneath the surface. So that's what I'm scared about is people are going to be like, oh, my God, I thought you were going to be with Andrea forever. You know, all this kind of stuff. I'll be like, man, like, shut up. Like, read the room because and again, I'm I'm not giving the benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm not I'm I'm assuming that everybody's stuck in that mindset of a high school, a high schooler's mindset, We're all adults, we're all mature, you know, obviously, some relationships last, some relationships don't, so that's where I'm kind of like, I have a, like, I'm probably scared about nothing, but I have a feeling there is going to be one bozo that says, like, oh, well, whatever happened to Andrea, and I'm like, my wife's right here, can we not talk about that shit, like, come on, read the room, man, but I don't know, I'm, I'm excited to go, um, pause for the cause, I'm excited to go, it'll be something to do, you know, something to say, like, yeah, I went to my class reunion, you know, like, I went, I went there, you know, I was able, I went to my class reunion, and then it makes me wonder, like, man, I wonder if this is a success, like, if another 10 years, we'll be doing a 20-year class reunion, you know what I mean, like, I just, I wonder that kind of stuff, because you always see that stuff in the movies and TV, you know, you hear comedians talk about shit like that, like, I just, I never pictured that I would actually have a high school reunion. As, as funny as it sounds or is like, well, duh, like, I don't know. Like to me, I just never, never pictured it. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's just me. But speaking of, speaking of this kind of stuff, I've had something on my chest for a little bit here. Speaking of like schools and kids and things like that, right? I've, I've seen a rise. I've seen an influx in these types of posts. And I know I've talked about this shit before. I know for a fact I've talked about this kind of stuff. I've been getting really irked. I've been getting really pissed off seeing the posts on like Facebook, on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, whatever the case is, like on social media. It is so annoying and flat out, in my opinion, flat out fucking rude and disrespectful of people bragging about how much they hate kids or how much they I'm so glad I don't have kids. Oh my god, I fucking kill myself if I had a kid or oh, I like having money, like you know, all these types of posts, these these anti-parents. These anti-parent fucking assholes like I I hate seeing these types of posts, man. It's so rude, like, and, like, I what i to say, like, it's so fucking rude, it's so, it's so disrespectful, but then, when somebody announces a pregnancy, or if somebody, if somebody, you know, is, like, having a gender review, or a baby shower, or anything like that, they're, oh, my God, you're so lucky, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy for you, and this, this, and that, I'm like, no, 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 you talk so much shit about kids and babies and fucking and childhood and all that stuff. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's such a bold-faced lie. That's such a fake fucking friend or a fake fucking supporter. You can't go, man, fuck kids, fuck them kids. Man, I'd fucking, I'd abort them, you know, fetus, deletus, all these fucking memes and shit that you see, right? You see all these things. Oh, man, I fucking, man, if I, if my girl or whatever, if I ever found out I'm pregnant, I'm fucking ending it all, man. I'm like, okay, well, then fuck you, dude. When I have a kid, you're not going to be a part of that. You're not going to be fucking invited to nothing. I don't want to hear you say shit to me when I have a fucking kid. You know if i if I announce that we're pregnant, if I post you know, which I already know, like, and I've already talked about this for sure, whenever I have a kid, whenever Leslie you know announces that she's pregnant, I'm gonna go incognito, you'll never see or hear from me again, maybe the podcast that's about it, and thats what I'm saying, turn on notifications, you never know, you know, uh you'll never hear from me again, man, but it's it's the people that bash kids. And you know what? The people that bash kids so much too, what do they do? They always communicate. like They're always fucking teachers or daycare workers or pediatricians. They work, they work in something where they have to interact with kids. To me, that fucking scares me. I'm like, damn. I'm, you know, and I'm no dummy. You know, I guarantee you, it's not every, I guarantee you, there's a lot of teachers out there, a lot of people that work with kids that talk about how kids can be annoying, how kids can be X, Y, and Z, how kids can be that. But you know what? But if you hate kids so fucking much, and even before you became a teacher, before you got into a profession that you had to work with kids, you know, I've seen posts like that. There's a lot of people out there. I still have a lot of friends out there that are in this type of profession or do that type of work way before they got into the profession that always talk the same shit. Fuck kids. Fuck them kids. I would never have a kid. All this shit. Dog. If I knew my kid's teacher was saying that kind of shit, talking about how much they hate kids, if I ever found out something about that, I would want my kid out of their class. That is so fucking ugly to see. Like, that is so rude. So fucking ugly. You know what I mean? Especially as someone that wants kids super bad, you know, and I've made it public. I think everybody that knows me knows I cannot wait to be a father. Like to me that it just shatters my heart, man. Like somebody can post such an ugly, hate-filled comments about stuff or make fun of that kind of stuff. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Go fuck yourself. And I already know for a fact, like, I already know when Leslie and I start doing that kind of stuff, and when we start posting that type of shit, you know, and if I see if I see a few select individuals that comment on that on my post or on Leslie's post excited for you happy for you i'll be like no you're not you hate kids don't fucking congratulate me because they're already they're not going to be invited to any any type of gender reveal any type of baby shower everything like that they're automatically not invited anybody that i know that that how much they hate kids you are automatically never going to meet my kid you're not going to be involved on anything with my kid and i'm saying that right now with my whole chest no I don't care if you post that stuff for comedic effect. I don't care if you're being for real. Any type of comment like that. It's so fucking ugly. It's so fucking mean. You know? And there's people out there that want to have a kid so bad that constantly try and they they, they end up not being successful. Whether it's medical related, stress related. I don't care what the reason is. There's people out there that want kids so badly and they physically can't or they know they can't have kids. It's rude and disrespectful to those people, too. And I know I'm a mean-spirited guy. You know, I know I can be super ugly. I know I could be hate-filled, all this kind of stuff. But that stuff right there, that gets under my skin. That irks me so much. And I'm just like, damn, there's no need for those types of comments. There's no fucking need for it, man. And I'm like, you know, and especially especially if you work in that profession and you have to purposely make all your stuff private, you know, I'm just like, man, like I don't know. Like, I digress. Like, that's fucking that's so rude and low. Like, it's so ugly to say that stuff. You know what I mean? You know, that's, that's the same of like saying like, oh my gosh, I hate walking to go check my mail. Oh my gosh, I hate having to use my legs. And then, you know, you have friends with, you know, people that are in wheelchairs or like that can't, you know, are physically disabled. Like, you know, complaining, complaining about stuff you shouldn't be complaining about. You don't want kids. Cool. Good for you, dude. Nobody gives a fuck. It doesn't make you cool. It doesn't make you different. Like, then don't talk about it. Just shut up. Nobody gives a fuck that you don't want kids. Unless you have a bunch of friends that are all a bunch of kid haymongers, you know, you have a bunch of friends that also have this, you know, this fucking loathness, if that's even a word, you have this passion for hating kids so much. Talk about it with them. Create a fucking I hate kids Facebook page or I hate kids, you know, fucking discord and bash kids all the time fucking those poor little babies didn't do even shit to you dude (laughs) and you got you know you're all pissed off about kids and whatnot nobody's forcing you you know like nobody's like nobody's standing behind you hey you know come in your wife or come in your girlfriend you know nobody's standing behind you like that like I don't know I don't get that to me that bothers me more than anything in the entire world and I've seen like it's just been like for the past few weeks like I've just seen a more and more influx in that and I'm like what did I do to see these types of TikToks? What do I do? What did I like or click on that made me get these types of fucking hate-filled posts on my page and stuff? I'm just like, what? Damn it. Like, how do I reset my algorithm? You know what I mean? Like, goddamn. You know? And I get it. When I have kids, I know it's going to be tough. You know, I'm no, I am know it's going to be, you know, yeah, yeah, money is always going to be a priority for kids, right? boo-hoo that's expected money is a priority for anything if you have a pet that's a lot of money right there vet trips food water toys accessories all that kind of stuff that's just like having a kid god gee like oh my god see i'm getting myself worked up over everything get myself worked up over for nothing right you know because at the end of the day my opinion has no has no uh anything influence on anybody else and vice versa right you know but to me that's just rude i hate that kind of stuff you know those poor little babies those poor little kids didn't do anything oh like the the post that say like oh this will kill your baby fever and it's a baby that has shit all over it and it's clothes and everything like you know i had a mess i'm like that doesn't kill my baby fever it's poop oh well you know what i mean i poop you know yeah granted i don't poop in diapers anymore but hey that's that's what, what how was how that the baby's fault you know <laughs> it had diarrhea or something it had a messy poop you know why you gotta why you gotta chastise the baby for it or use that as a like a yeah never have kids kids poop oh my god like i don't know that gets you know fucking you know when when your fucking dogs or your fucking cat have you know diarrhea on the fucking floor or they they shit themselves or piss themselves on something oh i hate all dogs now this kills my this kills my fever for dogs this kills my fever for cats when a cat has a hairball or throws up, oh my god, I can never have a cat now. I fucking hate cats. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, you know what I mean? Every every living thing poops or excretes something. Sometimes it's gross. Oh well, get get over yourself, man. God bless. Damn, like that's so stupid, you know? God, dude. And I, and I'm being honest, man. Like those same people, I don't want I don't want to see any of those people, and it's a bunch of them. And I don't know why I'm even, you know, I don't even know why I'm still friends with them on social media or why I still follow or subscribe to anything that they do. Because I'm just like, it's so hate-filled, man. It's so fucking ugly. And I'm like, yeah, you you guys ain't going to do nothing. I don't want to hear no congrats, no anything. Carry about your day. I know how much you hate kids, so my kid is another kid you're going to hate. So take that shit elsewhere, man. Take it elsewhere. Get out of here. Get out of here. Anyway, I digress, as always. I always find myself, uh, moving along anyway, awkward transition. Right. Um, so uh, I went to therapy, right. Just, uh, putting that out there. Um, I did one session so far. Um, I did it, I did it shortly after I posted the last episode. Um, one session in, uh, the guy, the guy that I worked with was pretty cool. Um, I just, I have to go in and, uh, schedule another session for February. Well, technically I could do it as frequently as I want or infrequently. You know, it's based upon me and my time and what I want to do, what I'm trying to seek. Um, I'm not going to lie, that that first session, that one session was honestly really good. Um, I'm not going to talk about that stuff. Um, you know, I think that's just for, you know, me and my therapist. But, you know, in um, just that that little hour-long session, that first little hour-long session, I got a lot of good advice um, you know, we really talked a lot, no breakthroughs or anything, nothing like I wasn't sobbing or like, you know, um, you know, didn't have any epiphanies or anything, but, you know, uh, talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, the, the main thing, you know, I talked about what brought me to therapy, you know, and like how I talked about on the last episode, you know, was my new year's, you know, my new year's experience and everything. And so, um, we dissected that, we jumped into that for a little bit, you know, and it was, uh, just a getting to get into know you session, you know, and you know, put together some stuff. He gave me some good advice, you know, some stuff that I haven't heard before. And I was like, Hey, you know what? Um, the, the one key takeaway I will talk about, um, was that, you know, I said, you know, I said that, um, you know, I don't like being angry. You know, I said, you know, my anger is a really bad problem and I lose my cool over things. And, you know, and I, You know, and I yell a lot, I cuss a lot, you know, when I get super, super angry, I start cussing and yelling and everything and, you know, and it's really ugly and I don't like it, you know, so I want to get rid of that. And so uh, one of the first things he said was that um, anger is a human emotion, you know, there's nothing wrong with being angry, but you can manage it, you know, you can manage your reaction to being angry. And he said, you know, for the rest of my life, things are going to make me angry. You know, the things that make me angry are always going to make me angry. It's how I control my reaction to those things. And I'm like, I was like, you're right. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, yeah. No, you know, because anger management, when I was a kid, you know, and, you know, when you see it on, when you hear about, you know, angry people and people that have anger issues and stuff, you know, it's always negative, right? You know, it's always, you know, talking about, you know, people ruining days, you know, things like that, that negativity spreads, which I agree, you know, I'm I'm not one to say I've never ruined somebody's day, you know, because of my anger, you know, I know it has had an impact on other people and things like that, you know, but. But it's just like, you know, how you can manage it. And so that was the first time that, you know, I felt normal in a sense, you know, to be angry. And he said, you know, some people are just angrier than others. It's, it's not a big, it's not a big deal. You know, it's not anything to be ashamed of. It's not anything to feel bad about. It's just how we can control you know, the outcome of everything, which I was like, wow, like no one's ever put it that way, you know, any other time I've attempted to do anger management or looked into anger stuff, it's just always talking about don't let things bother you, don't get angry at all, you know, just don't feel the emotion anger, you no, know, he says he encourages me to feel angry, but it's just, you know, that's a human, human nature thing, so um that really, you know, opened my eyes, that really made me happy, you know, that made me feel better, You know, it made me feel like I'm not an, I'm not a horrible person, you know, for being angry. And I I definitely would say that, um, I I've taken a lot of steps to doing a lot of, you know, a lot of, um, self-improvement, you know, I've, I've reacted less on some stuff, you know, things in the past that typically would, you know, make me very angry or or make not, well, make me angry, but you know, things that I would be like, ah, you know, I would get crazy about, I've controlled myself on, you know, I've. I really, you know, uh, decompressed, you know, I'll be like, hey, you know what, like, I'll take 30 minutes to myself just to relax, just calm down and take a breather, right? You know, last night, last night, I got really, really angry, you know, I got angry about something. But when I took when I took a deep breath, and was just like, okay, let me not think about it. I put on some music. And I was like, okay, and I was just listening to the music and everything. And I was like, hey, you know what, that was outside of my control. The situation that happened I couldn't control it there was nothing I could do to change it so I just have to roll with it and just move on and I was like okay cool moved on so so yeah so little things like that Um, that's definitely helped me out a lot you know just that one session alone like I said and there was a lot more that we went into you know we we talked a lot for that one hour we really dove dove in and so and uh, and I can only I'm I'm really excited to see you know how else you know um, or what else we can talk about or what else we can get into you know I'm really excited for that I was really I wouldn't say nervous but I was just like I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to feel about therapy right um you know and you always hear you always hear people encouraging it you always hear go to therapy you know there's nothing to be ashamed about which there isn't there isn't anything to be ashamed about you know, going to therapy, better help if you want to sponsor me. Um, you know, um, there, there's not anything bad about it. Um, I, I just think it's that stigma that, you know, quote unquote crazy people or quote unquote people who have problems, you know, go to it. Like, I think there's a negative connotation with it. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I used to think that stuff too. If I heard somebody went to therapy, I'm like, damn, they're really fucked in the head, aren't they? Huh? But no, I think it's just, you know, you need to get professional help. Sometimes you need to talk to somebody, and that's different, you know, than your usual circle. And, you know, and I'm like, wow, like I really see that, you know, the to kinda, you know, to kind of do that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited to see where it is. Um, you know, I've really um I've cut back on a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I think a lot of a lot of things too that maybe I don't want to say influenced my anger, or I don't like I don't know like how to say it, like just my my overall health, my overall well being. Uh, I've cut out energy drinks. Um, you know, I haven't had an energy drink since that morning. I went to, I went to Dallas to go to the hockey game. And when we got back to the hotel, cause that week it was super cold. It was, it was really cold up in Dallas. You know, a huge cold front was coming in. That was when it was start to getting icy and stuff. Um, you know, so I thought it was the cold because when it gets super, super cold, my back gets sore, my back hurts and I need a heating pad and stuff. So at first I thought it was that, but then I was like, no, it's not my lower back. It's my kidney. And when I thought about the day that Wednesday, I didn't drink any water that day. I woke up, had a Red Bull. We, we had a, we had a lunch. I had a big red for lunch. When we stopped at a gas station, I got a soda. When we stopped at Bucky's, I got a soda, you know, and then when we got to the hotel, I had another soda. When we got to the game, I had a soda And then when we got back to the hotel, I had another soda. I had no water that day. You know, so, and I was like, ah, and my kidney was really hurting. And my kidney was really hurting for a couple weeks. Or not, no, excuse me, not a couple weeks, a couple days. So I really kind of was like, damn, like I remember when I had a kidney stone last time, the days leading up to my kidney stone, my kidney felt like that. Like I had that uncomfortableness, that tightness in my back, you know, and look what happened. And I'm like, damn. And I had a kidney stone at 18 and I'm like, man, I'm 28. You know, I'm, you know, I'm 10 years later, right? Like, damn, like, am I on the verge of another one? So that really scared me. And I've cut out energy drinks. I've, I've limited my, my caffeine intake drastically. We still had some Pepsi's. We still had some Wild Cherry Pepsi's in the fridge at this time, and um, we haven't bought soda since. Once I finished those sodas, that was it. And I'll have a soda with dinner, but now I haven't had a Coke. I haven't had Coke, in I don't know how long. But now, if I have a soda, it's a Sprite, which not that it's healthier or anything like that, but it's caffeine free. You know, it's not as it's not as a uh, fucking sugary. It's not as harsh. As a Coke, it's not any healthier, but I have been drinking a lot more water. You know, we have the, I have these Yeti cups, these Arctic cups. I have all these big cups, you know, these big insulated tumblers that can keep water cold and stuff. So I've been drinking a lot more water. Case in point, I'm drinking water right now. Had a lot more water. I stopped, uh, you know, I stopped, uh, drinking energy drinks. I was like, I just had to quit cold turkey. First few days were rough, you know, because I was so addicted to that stuff, man. I was so addicted to caffeine, so addicted to those things, you know, that I was just like, damn. Like, you know, like I my, you know, I had the migraines, you know, and I there's been several times when I've tried to just wean myself off of soda or wean myself off of energy drinks. But I go a day without it. And man, I got the, the a pi- pounding migraine. My head hurts. I can't think straight. I'm just like, oh, my God, I need a caffeine. I need soda, and that first episode of, Oh, you know, like I feel normal again. And I'm like, that's bad. Like that's addiction, man. So, so yeah, so I, I've stopped doing that. I've, I've cut down my soda intake, my caffeine intake. I've pretty much wiped out caffeine, um, you know, uh, soda wise, you know, and energy drink wise, you know, I'm sure there's one or two things I still eat that have caffeine. I don't know about, but you know, um. I've cut down my sweets, um, you know, I've really made an attempt to quit eating s- sweets and snacks, um, that's another thing, you know, Leslie for Valentine's Day, she got me a, she got me a box of uh, cookies and Rice Krispie treats, she found some, she found some baker, um, you know, on Instagram, and they baked a bunch of cookies and stuff, Valentine's Day and feed cookies, and one of the cookies had a picture of us, really cool, you know, it, it, you know, she said it was for me, but it was for both of us, right, you know, we both ate them. You know, and I took my time on eating that stuff. And, um, you know, I've been – like I talked about when I first started working here at my job, you know, I was hitting the gym every single day. But Christmas break, that's when it kind of got like, eh, I got lazy. So as of this past week, I've, I've hit the gym every single day. And then – um, and here on out, I'm, I'm planning on going to the gym every day. I need to. I need to hit the gym, man. I, I just – I need to get back in shape. You know, I – I've fallen off and I'm like, you know what? As much as I could joke around, as much as, you know, I could say things that I don't care about my health. I do. You know, I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker. Uh, I'm a not a sucker. What do you call it? I'm a I'm afraid of uncomfortableness. You know, I'm not I'm not I would say I have a pretty high pain tolerance. But if I can limit uncomfortableness in my body, I'll be OK. You know, like kidney pain, like man, like that fucking hurt. Like I was uncomfortable. I couldn't sit down, and then I w- I started freaking out internally. Like damn, I could like, what if I try to pass a kidney stone at any moment? You know, like oh my god, like especially if I'm at work. Like I don't want that to happen while I'm at work. You know what I mean? You know, so I just got really scared about that kind of thing, and I'm like, damn, you know, like I don't, I don't want that to happen. You know, and and I actually I had a nightmare. So after after I got back from Dallas, you know and. And I told Leslie about that, like, ah, you know, like, my kidney's kind of hurting, you know, like, it feels really uncomfortable, you know, I'm scared, I had a nightmare that I died, I died in the middle of the night, and then, you know, and people were coming to my funeral, and, you know, everyone was all like, ah, oh, well, David didn't take care of himself, you know, David didn't, you know, David didn't eat right, he didn't, you know, he drank Red Bulls and Monsters nonstop, you know, which, not nonstop, but, you know, I had an uh, energy drink, you know, once a day, right, in the morning, but, you know, I had a... You know, it was just kind of, it was just a scary situation and I got really scared. So that's when I was like, you know what? No, I need to, I need to stop. So we haven't bought any soda, haven't gotten any energy drinks. You know, I've just kind of, I've quit cold turkey. I've just kind of, okay, you know, left without it. So, um, which is really good. You know, um, I, I feel, I feel a lot healthier. I feel a lot cleaner. You know, I definitely, my piss isn't fucking nasty yellow. (laughs) Like it always is. You know, and that's not to say I wasn't one of those dudes that never drank water. I drank water, but not as much as I should. I didn't go to water as much as I went to sodas or anything like that. You know, I, you know, I I definitely didn't have the recommended amount of water a day. Um, you know, so that's you know, but yeah, because I know there's some there's some weirdos out there that they're like, oh, I can't drink water at all, and I'm like, no, I could drink water. I like water. It's just. If if I you know, if presented with a bottle of water or a soda, I'm gonna go for the soda. I'm like, hey man, free soda, you know what I mean? So, um yeah, I've limited my my drinking. I haven't drank a whole lot. Well, I know I just talked about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday, you know, I did have a lot of I did have a lot of Angry Orchard, a lot of my apple juice. But other than that, haven't done a whole lot of drinking. Maybe a beer or two here and there. If I go out with the you know the buddies or something, but um yeah, and speaking of piss, I actually got to take a piss right now. So we're going to take another little break. Be right back here, guys. Keep hanging on. All righty, all righty. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oof, man, thinking about it, man. I just uh, took a piss, put a load of laundry in, man. I'm thinking about it. Ooh-wee, I might... I might touch a nerve on that kid one, man. I might, uh, that one's definitely going to ruffle a few feathers. I already know it is what it is, man. Like I said, it's just, that stuff is too hateful for no reason. Like, it's so mean. Like, I don't get it like that. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, there's a lot of stuff that does not offend me. Very little gets under my skin. And that's one of them, man. That's a, that's a a trigger. That's uh you know, that's something for real. And that gets me going, man. Like I said, it's just, it's so hateful for no reason. It's not even funny. Like the jokes aren't even clever. Anyway, anyway, I spent enough time on it. Let me, let me go ahead and talk about my personal life again. Right. So, uh, things have been really good, man. You know, knock on wood, things have been really well. You know, um, I'm, I'm really happy with a lot of stuff with the way things are going, you know, um, definitely, like I said, you know, one of my goals, one of my things that I wanted to work on this year One of my New Year's resolutions was to be less superstitious about things. And um, I've definitely done that, you know, uh, and I I feel really happy about that. I've changed up a lot of my routines, you know, and changing up my routines doesn't have any effect on my life or the outcome of my day. You know, so um, a lot of that stuff I've really worked on, too. You know, that was one of those are the two big things. You know, my New Year's resolution, quit relying on superstitions, quit relying on. You know, uh, or go to therapy. You know, uh, to to talk to get help on stuff. You know, so to work on just myself overall. You know, so and I really think I'm accomplishing accomplishing that. Um, I've really been I've been really doing well on that, so I'm really happy. So, um, yeah, I mean, work's been really good too. Um, you know, like I said, always want to give you guys updates on that. You know, so work's been really well. I've uh, been really, you know, I feel really confident in my position. Um, you know, I'm constantly getting praised, which is, is just mind blowing to me. I'm not used to that. I'm not used to, you know, to being, a, to being praised or, you know, or having my ideas listened to and valued, you know, whether they be small, whether they be big, you know, it's just, it's just little things like that, that I really think, uh, drives a good supervisor drives a good organization to keep good employees, you know, so, um, like perfect example. Um at my old job, at my old at my old position, uh, you know, I had this little template of stuff that we would do, you know, like if we were gonna leave a common note, or if it was just a common type of call that we take, why waste your time typing out your notes? You know, why waste your time doing that? Just copy and paste the same thing over and over again, right? So that was given to us. Like that was like, oh, like here's this template that thing that you can use, right? Well, I created that. I created my own little mini template here at my new job because there's a lot of calls that have the same type of note, you know? So yeah, let me create this little template thing. Created it, you know, and just coincidentally, one of the, one of the AVPs saw it and was all like, Hey, what's that thing you just had on your screen? And I was like, Oh, my little template thing. Send that to me. That's amazing. And they, they lost their mind over it. I'm like, What? Like I can't be the first person to think about this, right? Like using a template, like having a sheet with just copy and pasting notes. Like I can't be the first guy here that's ever thought about that. But no, like that, like that blew their mind. And, you know, and I made some, I made some suggestions. There's these like specific things that we do where we have this, uh, we have this specific disposition, this like this specific little internal note thing that we put inside of our phone system, and I suggested, I'm like, hey, why don't we create one that says this? You're absolutely right. We should have that. Yeah, you know what? We're going to implement that. And, you know, I got confirmation that, you know, the system is going to update with the suggestion that I gave. And I'm like, wow, like, holy moly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, I'm, I'm that's, that's new to me. It's new territory to me. You know, um, they, they pulled me off the phone one day. Um, my supervisor pulled me off the phone and. And, you know, they took, you know, they took us off to the side, you know, me and this one other guy from the sales department and they praised us. They praised us in front of the entire agency about how well we're doing and how, you know, how, you know, you know, we're both new and, you know, we're performing so strong. You know, I got VPs, you know, taking, you know, listening to my calls and like, wow, like that's awesome. You know, like it's mind blowing to me you know, cause I've been told, yeah, you know, it's not to say that my previous employer never gave me a good job or a pat on the back or whatnot, but just as frequently as I've been told and as frequently I've been praised and complimented for my performance here and my ideas, my suggestions, uh, that's the part I'm not used to the consistency of it. The, the, the keep hey David keep going, man. you like, you're killing it. Keep it going. You know, like I'm like, you know and my old employer was like hey you can you're doing good but let's do this better like you know like hey like you're you're slacking big time like kind of a tap in the wrist right like hey where, where's your sales at and i'm like i'm not a sales agent don't care didn't ask where's your sales at and i'm like what like there's nothing like that over here man like it's fucking beautiful that's what they had the sales department for the sales department can worry about the sales right i'm a service agent i'm there to take care of the member i'm there to take care of the customer Do what the customer needs me to do. That's what I love. And that's the emphasis that I get put on. David, you're taking care of the customer. Do exactly what you're doing. Keep it up. And I'm like, wow. And uh, the people I work with are great too, man. Like, you know, it's just, it's been such a fucking, a really awesome environment. You know, it's really cool. There's not a lot of pressure on there. It's a lot of work, I will say it is definitely a lot of work. I definitely have to earn my paycheck you know it's um you know it's definitely a lot of stuff that we have to do. we wear a lot of different hats you know just like how I wore it you know the old position I was at you know it was a lot of different things but you know there wasn't a lot of good benefits for what I was doing you know I'm getting paid more for doing the same amount of work that I was doing at my last job so that's what that's the part that makes me the happiest. And, you know, and I'm in here for the long haul, man. You know, I'm I'm really excited to be here. Everything's been going so well. I got, I got a really good buddy Paul in, man. So pumped. I want to get more of my homies in there. Like, you know, I got like, man, like it, it's so, it's so night and day. I've worked at several insurance companies and this one by far takes the cake. This has been the best agency I've, and it, well, it's the only agency. I've never worked at an agency before. I've worked in call centers. I've worked in, you know, I've worked for big companies. I've worked for third party companies, you know, for insurance companies. No, this time I am the agent. I am the agency, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't change anything. And I've man, I've making some bros here. I've have some, I have some homies here that I've already hung out with, um, you know, a couple times, you know, since I've started. And it, it really makes me happy. Like that's what that's what I miss is I have I miss having that bro camaraderie. You know, like right after work, going, you know, going down to the nearest bar and just having a couple drinks. You know, immediately as soon as you clock out, hey, we're all meeting up right here, you down? Yeah, go have a beer. righty, homies, I'll talk to you later. And dipping. I miss that type of camaraderie from what I had at from where I had at Nationwide, man. Like, you know, my now when I say nationwide, I mean like when I was in service at nationwide. You know me, LB. You know tearing it up and things like that. Like I miss that, and I'm glad that I got that here. I think having, I think having the, those bros, right? You know, yeah. I think having those types of bros, you just, you just need that. It's good for the soul. And and I've talked about it here, man. I've talked about it on the podcast before. You know, I had I had a really good uh, a really good group going, and I miss that group. I miss it tremendously, man. I miss hanging out with LB every single day, every single weekend, you know, either my place or his place, you know, I miss doing that kind of shit, you know, on Monday through Friday, I can still do that stuff, you know, like as far as schedule wise goes, I can definitely do that, you know, on the weekends, but now with Leslie's schedule, you know, Leslie works on the weekends, so, you know, i just kind of like, ah, man, and I don't want to go do fun stuff without her you know, could I, yeah, you know, would she get mad, Nah, she wouldn't get mad, but, you know, I just personally don't, I don't like going out and doing fun things without Leslie, you know, because then I feel bad, so it's just like, you know, I want, I want to be involved with everything, you know, I love going out, a few weeks ago, we went out to the outlets with LB, you know, and, uh, you know, LB and the misses, And it was awesome. It was a blast. It felt like old times. I miss that. I need that in my life, man. And LB, I know you're listening, man. We got to give a birthday shout out to LB. <claps> whoop, whoop, whoop. He just, man, he, he just passed his birthday back over here on the 18th, man. And it was fucking awesome. And I didn't get to hang out with him, man. I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to see him the day of his birthday. And you guys know me. I'm not a social media birthday guy. I don't tell people... I don't tell people happy birthday on social media. You know, I don't like texting happy birthday. I don't like, you know, I don't like doing that stuff because it feels impersonable. It feels like, oh, like you're only telling me and I know it's not, but you know, oh, you're only telling me happy birthday because you saw it online or you saw it somewhere. No, I know I have, I have everybody's birthdays in my phone. I put it in my calendar and I know when their birthday is, but I tell them happy birthday in person so that's what man and you know we were gonna we were gonna grab drinks on saturday we were gonna chill at the crib for a little bit but you know fucking uh, leslie's hair appointment ended up going over way longer it got super late by the time by the time she was already on the way home you know i got the i got the text hey man we're just turning in for the night damn it you know i missed it you know and i feel horrible i miss you know i miss hanging out with the broski especially on his birthday man you know, but it is what it is, right, you know, thing, things happen, you know, where you can't maybe do the same group over and over again, but, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, the one one constant has been LB, man, LB has been there through thick and thin, you know, especially at the lowest fucking times, these past few years, the lowest fucking points of my life, you know, that I ever had to go through, he was there 100% of the way, and like I said, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for LB, who knows what I would be doing right now, man, who knows where I'd be at, you know, I was floundering, going from job to job. You know, he's the one that pushed me to go back to Nationwide. You know, he said, "Dude, just come back." I'm like, "Man," and I was like, "I don't know, bro." And I finally did it. You know, I finally went back, tail in between my legs, and it it was the launch pad from from where I'm at now. And if it wasn't if it wasn't for LB, you know, giving me that giving me that push and just just fucking do it and sending me the sending me the uh, link to do the application. I don't know, man, so I I owe that man a lot, you know, that dude, that dude has been there so much in my adult life, and and I'm fucking thankful for him, man, he's one of the best friends I've ever made in my life, you know, the greatest friend ever, man, so, and I appreciate that, I appreciate you, LB, again, I'm sorry I didn't get to hang out with you, man, this weekend, really wanted to, uh, really, really needed to, I needed one of those nights, man, where we fucking... Tear it up like usual, but hey, clearly you're getting old, man. you couldn't hang out, but no, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, you know, um, so I love that, man, and that's what I love. I love having, I love having a good group of bros, and you know, like I said, you know, over time, people, you know, you know, just way life happens, you know, you, you know, sometimes, you know, just the way schedules line up or just the way things things go, you know, he, you know, you you get your own group of bros, you know, you kind of have these extensions of the groups and stuff, right? You know, so I know he's got his. I know he's got his group of bros right now. You know, which you know, I wish I could hang out with and stuff. But you know, hey, different schedules, different people, right? You know, right now the group of bros that I got. You know, I got my work bros. You know, hanging out with them and whatnot, and getting to know them, playing Warzone with them, which I'm not a fan of Warzone, um, uh, which is a game on Call of Duty. It's like Fortnite, but Call of Duty. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's a little too complicated for me. I'm old now, man. I'm 28. Video games don't work normally like they used to, man. So I'm I'm trash at that game. I'm trash at all video games if we're being honest, you know. If I'm I'm like decent, I can like okay, I can as long as I can navigate my way and make some sense of stuff, okay, then I'm doing all right. But yeah, man, I'm not a I'm not a big gamer, man, and so so they are all you know the bros the guys that I work with at work you know they're uh, they're pretty big, you know they're pretty big gamers and stuff so I just kind of coast along for the ride there and so it's been really cool you know I've been hanging out uh, been hanging out a lot recently with the uh, Michael and Rosie, which uh, by the way guys I probably won't uh, by the by the time it happens I won't have another episode out but Michael and Rosie getting married in just a couple weeks. Bow, 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 bow. I'm officially officiated uh, I'm gonna be I'm officially officiated I'm officially officiating the wedding I got ordained I am I am now available to do anybody's wedding at a cost no I'm just kidding um but yeah no um, I got ordained a couple weeks ago so now uh, I can I can legit marry people um, so which is pretty funny you know I'm I'm ordained Minister Claire right <laughs> so you know I could definitely I could start uh, officiating weddings. so if you know anybody that's maybe not doing a traditional church wedding or that, you know, just need somebody to, to, to sign the paper, to be the officiant, to sign the paper. I got you, man. I can do it. I can do it. Need a quickie wedding. I'm your guy. No, I'm just kidding guys. No. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be wedding them. I don't know if I've talked about it or if I did, I don't remember, but oh, well, it's my show. I'm gonna talk about it again. So, so yeah. So my two best friends from high school, you know, Michael and Rosie, you know, those are, those are the, the two homies since day one, day one homies, man. So it, it's just funny, you know, um, Michael wanted me has his best man, you know, I'm a really good friend of Rosie too, but I ain't going to be no bridesmaid. So, you know, it, it, it kind of fit perfectly to are like, Hey, you know what? How about you just wet us? I was such a huge part. I was such a huge part of that relationship. You know, I was, I was in the middle of it, you know, when, when one, when Rosie loved Michael, Michael had somebody when Michael loved Rosie, Rosie had somebody. So it was, a, it was a huge Ross and Rachel thing. It was, it was such like a, like a sitcom or a rom-com type thing, you know, it was just kind of like, Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? Like, like what the hell's going on here? Just fucking just, Oh my God, just be together. So it finally happened um they're getting married in a couple weeks and again i'm the officiant in that so it's going to be pretty cool um i've already put it i I pretty much have put together what i'm going to say at the wedding you know i gotta be respectful right you know i gotta i gotta do you know i can't be crazy i can't talk about the things i want to talk about you know but uh no i'm it's it's going to be a really cool thing it's going to be a unique wedding they're getting married in the theater you know which is very fitting we're all theater kids well I'm, i'm we're all you know they're theater kids i am a theater kid too but it's their wedding not mine you know, um, they're, they're theater kids. So they're getting married on a stage in a theater, which is going to be awesome at a playhouse, um, which is really dope. It's so unique. It's so them, you know, and just a a lot of the ideas that they've told us about what they're going to do for the reception and the ceremony and everything. I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of it. And that's a, that right there is another perfect example of, you know, when I was in high school and right after high school, Constantly in my life, right every single day, hanging out nonstop. You know, doing everything, just the motions of life. But then again, the motions of life happen, and then they, you know, they both moved away, and you know, and I didn't talk to them for for a long time. Especially Rosie, I didn't talk to Rosie for years. You know, it'd been a couple years before you know before I saw her again in person or talked to her in person. And so, you know, just the way life plays out and the way things happen. I think everything happens for a reason, you know, so, um, you know, I think as long as you put in that effort, I think that's all that matters, you know, just like how, you know, hanging out with, uh, Eric and Chanel, man, you know, like see them constantly at work, right. You know, I worked, I worked with them and I think that's where a lot of the, the downside of that kind of stuff, you know, comes from is that, you know, like let's, you know, like I'm, I'm hanging out with my work friends constantly, right. And nationwide, you know lb eric chanel jason you know amy you know hanging out with them constantly because i worked with them so it was easier we had similar schedules we can navigate that kind of stuff you know and so and that's the thing right now you know with the guys that i work with it's like hey we got similar schedule we can navigate those types of things those little outings or those little hangouts you know like it's easier to do that kind of stuff but um you know i ran into eric and chanel at at emo night like i talked about and it was fucking awesome I love those two, they fucking, they make my heart so happy, I love them so much, you know, so, the Magic group right now, I haven't played Magic in weeks, you know, weeks, I, hell, I'm probably even saying, uh, not months, but probably about a month I have since I've played Magic, it's been a long time, and you know, and it's kind of, it sucks, because I love playing with the group that got me into Magic, but, amen just different lives different availabilities on stuff i can't i can't do stuff during the week i can't i can't play online i don't have the setup to play online you know and by on the weekends everybody's got their lives and stuff right so it's like hey you know it is what it is right you know and that's one of those things control you know i can only control what i can control so you know who knows you know i think i think everything circles back you know if it's if it's meant to be or if you're meant to be in somebody's life you're meant to be in somebody's life And that's and like you know and I've and I've talked about this. This has been a recurring theme on the podcast for a long time. For the you know the a lot of episodes that we've gone about. And that's another thing too. I don't I don't like using the the phrase best friend a lot because I think the word I think the phrase best friend isolates people or you know fucking you know it it gives like oh well, I thought you know if if somebody considered me a best friend but I didn't flat out say oh you're my best friend you know like that stuff that stuff hurts my feelings you know I I don't want anybody to feel bad on things like that you know I have I have so many best friends I have a lot of best I'm a best friends whore you know I like I got a lot of best friends um you know close friends and whatnot so but I love them all like family I got so many um you know it's it's hard to name everybody you know same same thing you know, hanging out with the homie Matt. It was constantly every weekend, even on the weeknights over at over at Matt's, man. And uh, I don't get to talk to him as much. I know he's busy doing his thing. You know, I'm doing my thing, so it's just one of those things, right? But you know, but Matt's family, so Matt's. I'm gonna be in Matt's life for the rest of my life. You know, same thing, vice versa. I'm gonna do it, and you know, he's in my life forever. You know, ain't no getting rid of us. You know, and but same thing. Every time I see him, it's like we, it's like we were just hanging out and i think that's what i love about every every friend that i have when i don't see them for a while when i see them it's boom it's like firing on all cylinders like if we had just hung out you know lb with the with the insults and us you know flipping each other off calling each other names and laughing and drinking and stuff it it never never goes away you know that kind of stuff never fizzles out and that's what i love that's what that's what makes me happy is that like I know I don't have to have an awkward, "Well, how have you been? You know, how is everything going?" You know, it's it's never anything. It's never weird, it's never awkward. It's always nothing but love every single time. And so that's what that's what really makes me happy on that stuff. But anyway, tired of getting mushy-gushy here. Um I really don't know what else to talk about, man. You know, I don't I really don't know. I've noticed that, you know, I'm I'm ending these a lot, a lot quicker, Um, like the sessions, like the little chunks, the little segments here. I have been listening to a lot more podcasts. Um, I've been, you know, as someone that has had several podcasts myself, you know, but I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. So I started listening to the Joel Klatt show, uh, which Joel Klatt is a commentator for Fox College Football. Um, I've been listening to his show now for a few weeks. I've been listening to uh, Bad Friends by uh, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino. Um, they're pretty, they're hilarious. Their shows are pretty good. I've listened to a few Theo Vaughn episodes. Uh, Theo Vaughn, I, Theo Vaughn by himself is funny. Uh, some of the guests he get on is cool, but there's some guests where I'm like, nah, I don't care about them or what they're talking about. Um, I've been listening to uh, Fly on the Wall by Danny Carvey and David Spade. That, by far, is one of my favorites right now. I've been really getting into that. I'm a big SNL guy, you know, so... And that's also, too, what's kind of been like, hey, you know what? Yeah, get on and record an episode, you know, talk about some shit, you know, about what's going on and whatnot. But, it, it, you know, and it's the same shit every single time, every time I start recording. I mean, not a whole lot has happened. You know, it's it's just been kind of the same routine, you know, just work, come home, eat dinner, go to bed, you know, and on the weekends, hang out with Leslie as I can, you know, and do some stuff here and there. It's been, you know, it's, I've just been really wrapped up, you know, just kind of going through life, you know, just kind of taking, that's probably going to be the name of the episode as I was starting to record. And as you know, these little breaks here, excuse me, here and there, you know, between segments, I'm like, what am I going to name this episode? What am I going to name it. And I think, uh, I think going through life is the perfect name for the episode. Um, you know, it's just really, it is one of those things. And, uh, and I actually, I went back and I listened to, a few of the older episodes, a few, a few of the, um, uh, especially the hate episodes that I put out when this show first came out and, uh, and, you know, and, um, the one, um, uh, the one episode, um, for those that have been listening since day one, uh, I listened, I re-listened to the episode that I talked about where these, uh, two people I used to work with, you know, just, I just went at it with them on Twitter, right? You know, and, uh, and they hit me with that. They hit me with the, uh, You know, I don't know what Leslie sees in me. You know, I would hate if I had a man that couldn't hold down a job or something like that. Like that, that comment, you know, really bothered me. And, you know, and it still does bother me a little bit to this day. Cause, um, cause that's, again, that's, man, that, that's hidden below the belt, man. You know what I mean? And, you know, kicking me while I'm down, you know, yeah. Especially at that time, I was everywhere. Like I was bouncing around during that COVID time, like, it sucked, and to, and to get that comment, man, like, that fucking kicked me right in the nuts, dude, like, it was ugly, and that was right when I was at CarMax, too, that was, like, right when I first started working at CarMax, and, you know, and that one, like, I, like, that one, I was at my absolute lowest, like, I was, like, damn, so, but here I am now, man, I'm thriving, you know, a crazy thing, a difference two years can make, right, you know, um, really crazy, you know, and to see how much I've grown to see how, you know, how far I've come. And like I said, listening to those episodes, like so ugly, like just a lot of the ugly shit that I said, you know, and, and I'm not going to apologize for any of it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go ahead and say, I regret saying the things I said clearly when it comes down to that, a lot of the things I say, you know, I, I say it. And once it's been said, you can't take it back you can't go in and and change anything right and i don't want to be one of those guys that backtracks on stuff but um i think you you can't you you know you have to grow as a person you gotta you know growing up ain't easy you know maturing ain't easy you know there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road on that and definitely the past few years have been bumpy and you know and i think uh I think now it's smooth sailing, right? And again, knock on wood, knock on all the wood over here, right? You know, it's it's been really good sailing and really happy to see, you know, just kind of where the rest 23 to 3 takes me and I'm and I'm glad I lived through what I lived through. You know, and uh uh I would love to granted I have all the I have those assholes blocked on shit because uh they're beneath me and they're fucking useless human beings. But uh I would love to go back and be all like look where i'm thriving right now you know what i mean like look look where i'm at right now like i'm doing so well and um and i feel like i'm so glad that that not motivated me i don't want to sound cheesy i don't want to sound like the rock promoting the xfl right you know like um but I'm, i'm so glad that i didn't let that stop me from getting to where i'm at right now so that's where i'm really happy about and i think i think ending the episode on a positive note right there i think uh leaving this right here where it's at, I think is a really good stopping point because I don't, I mean, my, my brain is drained, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of stuff and, but, um, one thing I will say actually, let me let me backtrack here. Um I do want to get a lot of guests on the show. I do want to have more guests. I think and especially now that I've been listening to so many more podcasts, right? Like, you know, having a guest on the show really freshens everything up. It freshens up that dynamic, you know. It uh it kind of you know, we could take the podcast in a different episode. There's, you know, I want to get I want to get people on the show like, you know, my buddy Paul. I need Paul on this show, man. A lot of the arguments, a lot of the debates that me and him get into, a lot of the freaking color commentary we get into on the stupidest things i think would be a great episode um you guys got to listen to that fool man he he's so funny he's young dumb full of cum you know that's that's that dude man he's he's so he's so goofy he cracks me up every time i want to get you know i want to kind of what i did you know with the you know with who cares and you know a few of the early episodes if you got a project or if you got something you're working on if you're a business owner you got something you want to promote i would love to have you on the show you know, I know I'm not making millionaire numbers. I'm not I'm not listen, getting viewers like Theo Vaughn and stuff, but I think if you had something cool that you wanted to talk about or just promote yourself or just shoot the shit with me for a few hours, if you got if you got something on your mind that you think you'd want to pick my brain on, I would love to, you know. I would love to get in that kind of stuff with you guys. I think it'd be really cool. So, but um I love you guys. I appreciate you. I know this probably won't be the best episode. I know it's probably not the the flashiest or the coolest episode I probably have out there, but um, like I said, I just feel like I have a whole different dynamic. I have a whole different mindset coming into these episodes now. So if it's if the show starts getting boring, let me know, man. Or if I start repeating myself too much, let me know. It, I'm going at y'all's pace. So, but again, I love you guys. I love everybody that has supported the show. Um, everybody that still continues to support it, that shares it, that posts it, you know, that gives me a shout out on stuff. I love it. It, go, it, doesn't, it doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you guys again for listening. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Until we meet again, man, talk to you all later.